0: hello everybody and welcome to the Tesla life what number is it it is is forty-three. so uh i'm so used just to looking at it on the screen i didn't see it so i thought Sorry. oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was being covered up
1: okay they, they used to let me put the um like while the animation was going they used to let me put uh the comments on that and then they they stopped so i'll wait to be fair myself. enough
0: fair enough <laughs> welcome to the show it is uh i guess it's the second of march a new month uh 2022 uh welcome to the show everyone uh certainly uh uh thank you for being with us tonight um just wanted to on the outset of the show i just wanted to recognize uh the people of ukraine and what's been going on lately uh there on that side of the world uh it's horrible um certainly none of us want this to happen. We'd all like it to to be reversed or stop as soon as possible. Um, and I just uh I just ask everyone to, to have their thoughts and prayers uh, for the people of Ukraine and uh, do anything you can uh in your own life uh, to uh to support them. Uh, it uh, it's something that we can all make a little bit of a difference and we certainly uh, you know, all of us can make some sort of a difference and together we can make a big difference. So let's try to, try to be uh, proactive in this cause.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing that got me into electric vehicles in the first place was war for resources. Right. I mean, if you, if you look at history, there were times where people fought war for salt and today oh, yeah, no salary. one fights wars for salt, um, because you know, we have refrigeration and other things that have replaced it. And so today we fight wars for what oil. And if we can move beyond f- fossil fuels, have a future free from fossil fuels, we can also have a f- one that's free from those resource wars for oil.
1: Right. Yeah, especially like this one is oil and natural gas. That's, that's, when, you, when you look down at what they're doing, they, I mean, yeah, there's the eco trip. Yeah, there's the, oh, there's the lost girlfriend i would never had. I want her back and she doesn't want me. There's when you boil down. The pretenses. It down, Yeah, he's got a lot of excuses, but when you boil it down, it's because he wants the natural gas and oil. And then when you consider how much um, territorial waters uh, has natural gas in it, in the Ukrainian side of it, that uh, he would like for himself because they supply most of Europe.
0: (laughs) And actually, uh, the Tesla Tesla world intersected with uh, Ukraine because they had Mm -hmm. asked Elon for Starlink uh, satellites. And uh, dishes record time. Uh, to mm-hmm. help them uh, with infrastructure being shut down and, and modified, uh, being able to have an internet connection to be able to speak to your people is is ideal or speak to your army uh, is something that is required. And uh, Elon supplied within two days uh, a truck full of Starlink dishes uh, delivered directly to Ukraine. So uh, uh, again, when we all do something, uh, we can make a big difference. And selfishly, uh, because
1: the Russian funds were cut off, your trucker convoy never made it here.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, just, uh... I, I still see that that's coming. So, well, uh... it, it's it's certainly not going to be as big as it was previously. But uh...
1: the 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 ringleader was was ranting and raving about how nobody showed up, and uh, that was the last I heard of it. And I was like, well, uh, would we even know the traffic is so bad? Would we even know that they were doing their thing? <laughs>
0: Yeah, was, that's
2: uh, so bad. That's funny. Ugh.
0: Well, let's get on to the uh, news of the week. Uh, there's obviously a lot of it. Uh, we're going to try to plow through it all. Uh, this uh, this opening story is a, is basically what I've called a, a tale of two cities. So there's a a, a city in Maryland uh, that uh, has looked at the Model Y's uh, abilities and have decided that that uh, it makes sense for them to purchase that as their next patrol car. Uh, So they've actually made the purchase, they've decked the car out, there were some promotional pictures shown, uh, uh, we've shared them on our Twitter feed. Uh, And uh, then on the other side of the country in Spokane, Washington, a uh, group uh, for the city officials had looked at the Model Y and for whatever reason, the numbers for the Model Y, didn't impress them, and oh, they have decided man. that they're not going to uh, bring a electric vehicle into the fleet at this time.
2: Left coast so, shaming. Oh man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to coast shame, but what I, I I'm just putting out the uh, the question uh, openly is, how do some people get completely turned around on the same information? Uh, we've had a number of police departments that have uh, have pulled EVs into their mist Tesla vehicles uh, for that fact. And there's been a number of uh, papers written on it, white papers, showing uh, spreadsheets, showing how much is there to save. It's right there in black and white. If you're any type of a city accountant, uh, the numbers should be pretty plain and easy to understand. I'm just kind of wondering how two cities could get it Completely different in their minds. Um, well, all is it cities, is it something beyond just the black and white numbers?
1: All the cities and counties that, that that partake, they always show you their figures. Did Spokane say what they did? And if they didn't, as a Spokane uh, citizen, can you demand that they show you their numbers? Because it sounds yeah. like like perhaps they they thought they needed to buy eight fast chargers or some crap like that. That would definitely screw your information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah,
2: you could put a FOIA request in, couldn't you? Hmm. Yeah so uh, uh, this is part them. of the human condition. We like to think that we are rational creatures. We're not. We are emotional creatures and we make emotional decisions and then the, then the job of our rational brain is to justify the ra- the emotional decision we've already made. So if you the whoever at spoken didn't like Tesla and found a way to make numbers add up by cherry picking to get it, the result they already wanted emotionally. And th- that that's just you know, I, I'd like to, to say that uh, uh, I'm above it or you're above it, but that's how we all work. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. just part or, of being or, moving. Or
1: Hockey Day has another theory. Oh, I can't
2: quite point to it because we we're on the screen. paid off. Is it, is it over there? Is that, is that yeah. the one? Is that the yeah, yeah, There it yeah. is. Point right out. So normally Ford sells uh, uh, police yeah. vehicles, right? So maybe Ford, Ford gave them a little bit of information. Uh, or, or, yeah. And Dutch. <laughs> okay yeah so they could have got they could have got some misinformation from somewhere the internet's full of it so they could have got onto a, a russian misinformation site and <laughs> said, uh, that said that said the evs are horrible and you should all buy gas cars with the uh, gasoline from russian sources <laughs>
1: right but, but how has they a point they are the only police department out of all of this that's saying anything like it except for uh LA saying yeah, they didn't like That's the certainly VNWR3. true. Uh, the,
0: that has not <laughs> been the case with anybody else that we've reported on. Uh now there may be some that have done their own internal review and it just hasn't publicized it. Right. Uh, that that's a possibility. But, but they didn't uh, come out and say we're going only to be one that, oh we changed our yeah, mind. <laughs> we, this we this is the, the only one that's it. come out in the media <laughs> that said, ah we looked at the numbers and they we weren't impressed. So Yeah. We will have There's to see if uh, more comes Washington. from that story as time goes along. So, mm-hmm.
1: Although I wonder if maybe the Lightning or something that's well, got power output. Obviously you can't do a, a Korean car because that would that would freak them out. But oh, an American yeah. car with power output, I wonder if, if that might change their numbers the first time they have a fire or other natural disaster that cuts
0: power for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, next, Casey's got a story about a... A screen that, yes. <laughs> that uh, is a little bit more than uh, what can be seen from the outside. So
1: when we brought to you the news of the Model S and Model X refresh, we pointed out that on the sales screen that it mentioned that the screen rotates. Let me really quickly see if uh, if that is still there. And so what happened is our favorite uh, Tesla teardown crew over at Monroe Associates, they are tearing down a Tesla Model S Plaid.
0: <laughs> they and... did what they do best.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really and... cool to see the information, but it's so sad to know that a Tesla gave its life. <laughs> I understand that part. Uh,
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, OK, so I did. A,
1: I did. I went to the Model X page and did a, 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 a Control-F, and typed in the word rotate, and came back with zero mentions. But on the sales mm-hmm. page, it did say that the screen rotates. And Monroe and Associates found that they still have most of the hardware required for the screen to rotate in the dash. Uh, they've got uh, an apparatus. Uh, what, what is missing is, is a pair of motors and a, and a guide pin that will keep the screen from flopping around once it does come out from the dash. So uh, I was picking up my car from getting the air conditioner serviced. And uh, uh, one, one part I'll talk about another story we've got later today, but another part... Uh, I had asked the the sales rep, which, you know, it's a hit or miss situation, but um, on this other point, I asked him, and and you could tell he was concealing information. He's like, but on (laughs) on, on this one, he wasn't sure. I said, so if you ordered a car while they were advertising that the screen could rotate, and obviously none of them do yet, are they going to make it right by installing the pin and the motors, or are you just SOL? How, How does this work?
0: And he said, well, have you ordered one and you said no and he says well then it doesn't really matter to you (laughs) he's like i got one right here do you want it i said i don't need two
1: performance cars (laughs) (laughs) how about some solar i'm like i'm not gonna put solar on these people's rental (laughs) 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 i've got it on my house so i don't need it there (laughs) yeah Yeah, so uh three thousand dollar gift (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, there was so it was uh, it was an interesting video. They took the screen out of the car. Uh, they uh, showed the apparatus behind it, and uh, mm-hmm. they even anticipated what type of uh, little motors or servos would be required in order to move it. But yeah,
1: they did a uh, demo with uh, seat.
0: Motors. It seems that every every one of them has it. The yeah. the, right. the gears, the uh, the apparatus is there. It's uh, looks like it could be uh, an update uh, in the future if they wanted to.
1: I wonder if perhaps it was just too late to remove it if they had changed their mind. But again, there's the, the whole part that it was actually listed on the website as your screen will rotate. Yeah, it, you would think uh. that they were going to move oh, it didn't forward say power, with it. Like why,
0: why on earth would be part of the advertising if they didn't intend it to be part of it?
2: Exactly. Or they did intend it, but then they couldn't get parts Enough because parts. we're yeah. in a yeah. supply yeah, shortage way, and so they're not going to hold up shipping the whole vehicle just for, because the screen won't tilt a little bit left right when the yeah. ones they have today don't so uh you just take that off of the website saying <laughs> okay we're not going to do it now and start shipping vehicles and then
1: and then you don't owe it to anybody who wasn't on their screen when they ordered
2: right
0: yeah and so you, you uh, we'll have to see fit? if we'll have to see if a uh, a couple motors show up uh, in future uh, Model S's, and uh, it uh, it uh, has, yeah, exactly, an upgrade uh, available, as as I still think that a, pla- a Plaid Plus will show up at some point with the so. uh, 4680 battery and a faster speed and such. I, I still think that's going to happen. It's just that they couldn't get the 4680s in production quick enough and, in order for the launch of the S and the X uh, of that's the refresh. Right. So
2: and since they had stopped production, stupidly, they self-admitted uh, they they couldn't wait for, for that. They had to get the SNX shipping again, and so exactly. they're not going to hold it up.
0: Yeah. Speaking of shipping from a factory, uh, this next story uh, is a little bit of an update from last week when we talked about uh, the possibility of a second uh, Chinese factory. Um, we saw indications uh, from cities that were kind of competing about uh, talking about Tesla about having it come to their city Beijing and other cities uh, this story uh, talks about how Shanghai is in the running for an exact second copy uh, of the current Shanghai factory uh, for Tesla to meet demand uh, of its uh, of its uh, vehicles so, Obviously, Tesla is still thinking that there, there is a growing demand in China. And why not think that when every single one of your vehicles that are made at that plant are either uh, sold locally or shipped out? Uh, capacity, they could certainly increase and still sell them all, I would imagine. Uh, and and uh, based on the rumors that are going flying about, uh, it looks like they're going to need a second factory. So uh, it looks like, like Shanghai... Uh, it wants to be in the running for that second factory as well. I'm not sure if, um, does it make sense to build double the capacity in the same city you're in? Certainly logistically, you could say yes and no, uh, because you've got parts that are flowing into that, uh, that particular city. Now they're established, uh, routes of transport are already there. Uh, people are familiar, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the uh, the downfalls <laughs> would be that if you spread it out, um, if there is a d- disruption for whether for whatever reason in a certain city, you've got another city that's a, a distance away that may not be faced with the same disruptions. So uh, that possibility exists, and of course. The, uh, the old adage of uh, if something's being shipped to Tesla factory one in Shanghai, and it was really supposed to go to Tesla factory two in Shanghai, you could have some mix ups and deliveries. But uh, it is interesting to see that uh, Shanghai is pushing for this as well. We don't we really don't know what Tesla's idea is here uh, as to if they have a leaning one way or the other. But I would have to say that if there is a competing factor out there, that uh, I would think that Shanghai would be near the top of the list, just based on the performance of the current factory and how satisfied they've been with the current workforce and management of that current factory.
1: Well, then you've also got like like they said the uh, the, the Chinese uh, uh, government official was was quoted as saying, "Hey, you know, we're we're we're, we're minimizing disruptions, making it possible." Basically, uh, the translation was roughly. We're knocking down the barriers. It'll, it'll be available for them, uh, whatever they want it. That that sounds like like they want it, which which is maybe maybe Tesla's learned to stop putting stuff where people don't want it.
2: <laughs> yeah, they definitely have. Uh, put put up Hockey Day's comment again, so so Mark gets a chance to see it. The... Oh, oh, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks, Hockey Day, something like I I really don't know. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh... Yeah, so uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that, and I'm sure more stories will appear over the weeks uh, as uh, this uh, as this story grows. Uh, it gets a little closer to maybe someone making a decision on this. Mm-hmm. Next, Patrick's story. I believe you're taking this one of um, about the uh, radar.
2: That's right. So this comes to us from Drive Tesla Canada. And is titled Tesla fully ditches radar as Model S and Model X transition to Tesla Vision. So this has been dropped from the three and the Y for a while. Last year they did this, and uh, now with the refreshed S and X, we are seeing the same thing. It is it no longer has radar, and um, the rationale for this is that the signal to noise ratio with radar was worse. So, if you have vision camera based systems, and then you're also getting a radar signal, if they don't agree, you have to pick one and say, This is the one that I trust. And um, radar has a lot of false positives. A lot of the phantom braking has been associated with radar. So, radar doesn't give you as clear a picture as a camera does. So, Tesla's trying to convert everything into what they call vector space. So it looks like a video game. And if you have the FSD beta, you've seen that on your screen. And then they do path planning within that vector space and navigating it like a video game because they've effectively converted reality to this vector space video game looking thing. But with radar, if there's a if there's a, a Coke can on the side of the road that has a dish shaped bottom, you're gonna get back a huge radar reflection from that. And that's not what's really there. If there's if you're going over a slight hill and then down and there's a bridge and you get a massive reflection from that, it looks like it's right in front of you. And so that could cause phantom braking. So um the real reason they were getting rid of radar was they were getting a lot of false positives, and that was causing things like phantom braking, which customers were not very happy with. So uh and, and it's also if, not if a exclusive to, to Tesla. Yes, exactly. It's 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 not. And the whole if, if a car is in front of you and they change lanes and the, what was in front of them was something stopped or stationary, uh, radar can fail to detect that. And that's true across the board where uh, one of the things that Tesla did, they, they filed a patent on this that, that was really cool, um, was they have used their camera systems to get LIDAR like information for distancing and they were getting it as accurate as lidar and it's because you're getting multiple frames you can do parallax within frames you can do all kinds of cool stuff to figure out okay where something was uh, a second ago and where it is now and what that means for how far away from you it actually is so they were able to get a lot of great information out of cameras by having high quality cameras having neural networks having them trained with these other systems so that whenever you're doing neural net training, you need to be able to say, yes, that was a correct or incorrect decision to to train the neural net. So Tesla actually had a car with LiDAR on and drove around with that collected data and said, okay, we've learned how to do this. And now we're going to apply it in other self-learning methods with the fleet. And so having, having the massive amount of data that Tesla does, they can do some really cool stuff. And if they can do this better with, out radar, I'm all for it. That's great. Let's, we, I want a future where cars can drive themselves because thousands of people die because they are getting accidents. There's distracted drivers, drunk drivers, whatever. If, if we can get to a point where vehicles can drive themselves, that's going to allow mobility for people that have disabilities or people who have have poor vision or too old to drive, whatever the reason may be. It, It offers Freedom of, mobility, freedom of mobility to a lot of people that don't have it now, and, and even for the people that do have it now, it allows them that time back. to If you want to be on your phone instead of driving, well, if you have a self-driving car at some point in the future, because they don't exist yet, you'll be able to do that. And so uh, this is one one small step that Tesla's making to help get us there, and I think it's great.
1: Yeah, Got thought, thought, a thought experiment for you, Patrick. What does that L stand
2: for in, in laser? Oh, I don't know what is uh, is laser is an acronym, right? So uh uh light amplified there you go, ranging. Light, light, and, light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> light so what is, <laughs> what, is the, what does the camera detect? <laughs> right, yes, yes. Uh one's uh passive, the other's an emitter, but y- yes, exactly. uh yeah. And and uh
0: I do have I do have to mention that the um that the false the false break or what are they called? The 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 braking breaking. That, breaking, phantom phantom breaking, breaking. Yeah. um some people have still reported that even in vehicles that have uh eliminated the radar
2: yes yes casey and, uh,
0: hands up in the back what's that no i mean i'm one of those people yeah. but
1: uh, oh okay. it, it is it is less than um than it was on radar but right. it is still there but that's just a matter of them smoothing out whatever is freaking the car out like it sees something and it just processes it wrong and out of abundance of caution it it wants to slow down which
2: is right I, can I have a hypothesis <laughs> this this is this is in the true sense of that word, I have no data to back this up, but if they had trained the neural net using radar as this is what correct behavior is, and, and the radar had phantom breaking, then the initial version of the neural net is going to have that same bias yes. because that's what it was trained toward. And so now uh, that they're no longer doing that and they're using cameras only, yeah. All those edge cases where it, it did say, oh, you should break here because that's what the radar told it to do. They're going to iron those out. Yeah. And then the other day I had one, uh, I was driving with FSD beta and there was a couple walking their dog and they were coming toward this intersection. And then they just turned the corner and stayed on the sidewalk, but it hit the brake and it was dark. It was kind of hard to see them. Um, so if if I weren't paying attention, which I was, and, and I saw them and I saw why it braked um, if if I didn't know that's the reason, I would have just assumed. Why did you break? Those people were obviously. I, I wouldn't. Maybe didn't even see them. I was like, there was nothing, or I was like, they were obviously not coming in the street. You shouldn't have hit the brakes, but um, it was out of an abundance of caution, hitting the brakes, and uh, and then everything was fine. So in did, some cases, uh, it might just be being a little safer than you would.
1: Did yours give you the collision alert when it did that?
2: No, but it, it did in the other case where the pedestrian was jaywalking that I talked about that's in the that's show. That's what a few of mine, weeks ago. Uh, they
1: were about to jaywalk, but they saw me coming quick, so they stopped. But then the car saw them and it didn't see them stop, and so it stopped and beeped at me, and then they right. jaywalked anyway. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, thanks! I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did stop. I wasn't stopping it. the car went. <laughs> I wasn't going to let you through. I knew you weren't coming through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's go for a different uh, turn. Real
1: quick, real quick. Um, hockey day asked what other when will other manufacturers realize phantom braking from radar they already do some of them have a, a, a smart cruise off or uh, whatever their system is off button because their customers have been so annoyed by you know something on the side of the road like a coke can making the car slam on the brakes <laughs> and and uh, the, the difference with Tesla is that if you paid for the feature and it had been activated on your car there was no there was no dumb cruise button it was just keep going and so on. I think that's where the biggest annoyance came from between and the disconnect between the the two approaches. Sorry, go ahead, Mark.
0: Next, we'll move into another topic, and this is with Tesla Energy. Um, We know about uh, the uh, megapacks uh, being produced and shipped off to new customers. Well, apparently, Alaska uh, had decided that they needed uh, some megapacks, and Tesla teamed up with them to produce. Uh, it was 37 megapacks uh, to be installed on Alaska's uh, Kemmel Peninsula, uh, which uh, was supporting Kenai. a, a, a few Kimai? Kenai?
2: Kenai. Kenai. So, sorry,
0: yeah. I got an L at the end of my uh, my story <laughs> here. So uh, they um, they had uh, installed these uh, megapacks, 37 of them. And uh, actually, we got a we got a photo of it. I could share just so you can kind of see it in the snow. That's kind of cool. That um, they're just hanging out in the snow, keeping warm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, got to keep the lithium-ion batteries. Yeah, uh, keep it, keep it, keep it warm. Cozy. Keep it warm and keep it cold. <laughs> right. Yeah, they like similar temperatures to humans. <laughs> So if you're uncomfortably cold or hot, so are they. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Tesla even had a nice little video of it
0: too. There they are, all hanging out in the snow. So apparently, uh, this was to supplement a gas generator that is in the community as well. Um, uh, This community apparently um, has an issue with power about four months of the year. And this uh, installation uh, was to not eliminate uh, but drastically reduce uh, the amount of time that this, uh, this peaker generator uh, has to run. So uh, mm-hmm. we were kind of bantering back and forth before the show started about what sorry last time. <laughs> what this uh, particular uh, town is doing to top up those uh, batteries. Where does the energy come from? Solar? Does it come from uh, possibly the gas generator when it's running? Maybe it produces more than it's required by the community, so it's storing some of it into a battery? We're really not sure. We've uh, we've just kind of tossed down some it. possibilities.
2: <laughs> well, well, but even if so, think about how this um, area works today. And they're getting hydro for most of the year, and then four months of the year, they're on their own and they have to run their own gas turbine well that yeah. that um if you start out with it fully charged that's going to buy you some time mm-hmm. from and that's going to be from cleaner hydro and then when you do have to run your own local gas turbine you you can't you have to run it at more capacity than what the area needs because you can't have brownouts right, right. so um if if now you're able to take the the Say you're running it at 110%, and that's going to fluctuate during the day. Any extra, instead of just being dumped to ground, can go to the Tesla packs. And then at some point, the Tesla packs are full, and you can shut the turbine off and run off of those for a while. So now, even if you are using fossil fuels, which everybody knows I'm against (laughs) because I talk about it every week, but, but even if you are, you're using it far more efficiently. Which is great. I mean, if if, if that's what you have to use to to keep the lights on, you don't want to be wasting it. You want to use it efficiently. And these batteries help make that happen.
1: And you can also not run it at the worst part of the day where the fumes are just going to sit. So you can wait till whatever part of the day where there's less of an air quality
2: concern. Yes, yeah. And if if it's an area like that, you're going to have inversions that that, that trap the... uh, gasses locally. And so that might be a perfect time to turn it off.
1: That's a great idea. Or when the wind is going to the uh, low income housing or directly at the elementary school
2: <laughs> from the, from the <laughs> exhaust. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, another installation, uh, we've seen these happen in, uh, other remote areas like islands in the South Pacific. Uh, we've seen them uh, pop up, uh, from places that had a natural disaster. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, obviously it's a solution that can be used anywhere uh, depending on its application. But uh, it's, uh, it's great to see that these, uh, these continue to go to the far corners of the earth in different climate uh, situations so that uh, you continue to build the white paper case for anyone can use these things. Uh, right. Some of them have been used with a hospital, for example, uh, mm-hmm. particularly just to power that, uh, let alone this being a community. But uh, it is it is great to see that uh, they continue to push out and go to new situations to show that
2: batteries can work anywhere.
1: That way, you don't have some random city say they can't afford a megapack. That's,
2: right. That's right. Right. Yeah. And, and <laughs> once you have those, you can have significantly more renewable energy on your grid without it causing problems because you have that battery as a cache to buffer all of that. That's And that's that's exactly, exactly. what we want. We do, it, Today, if you have more than the, about 20% renewables, you, it's difficult to manage. Well, not if you have battery packs. If you have battery packs there, you can easily go up to 80% without any problem. So it's it's really cool.
1: All these power companies that say they don't know how to manage or can't deal with home solar, which is like a significantly <laughs> small fraction of whatever's going on, just dump right. a couple of megapacks at, at, the, at the start of each neighborhood. Or, you know, wherever electrically the start of the neighborhood is, obviously, not... At the entrance. <laughs>
2: yeah, they just want to claim they're having some problems so they can then use that as a justification to raise rates. But raise rates and install would, themselves Why, a why would any capitalists of, do that?
1: Right, right. Raise rates and install themselves. <laughs> That's a never happened field before. of of, of, uh, of solar, uh, but directly under their own control. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Uh, who's gonna talk about the VIN numbers? I forget. Uh, oh, is, well, is it, it out Texas of Austin? VIN number? Out of Austin, absolutely. Yeah,
2: then you know I got to talk about that one. Yeah, so as as longtime listeners will know, Mark and I have an ongoing bet about which site is going to ship cars first, Giga Berlin or Giga Austin. And it's coming down to the wire despite the head start that he had. And uh, so we have our first reports that there are VIN numbers assigned that have an A in them meaning they are coming from Austin and not Fremont. Now, um, the first few of these that we saw were probably fake because when you plugged them into the VIN checker, they were not valid VINs. But now we're actually getting valid VINs. And um, so this one was posted, um, the the guy used his real name, um, Jared, uh, I can't say it, Wolney. And uh, he has a delivery window of this month. So we could be seeing the first Austin Gigafactory Teslas on the road this month. That would be incredible. And it's being shipped
0: to Denver, Colorado. That's where this guy resides.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's not uh, Texas. If it
1: was was in Texas, we'd be
0: like, he might be lying to us. Right. Yes. Boy, <laughs> oh, it could be in Texas. He just has to accept it in Tulsa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or Colorado, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or Mexico. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it's interesting. And, and I although, see-
0: although I will say it does look grim <laughs> for the Berlin crowd of getting a vehicle shipped to a client first, I did hear on the internet today uh, that uh, a person uh, with that has a lot of uh, leaked information, uh, Sawyer is his name. Uh, on Twitter, indicated that uh, Berlin is getting final approval within the next 24 to 48 hours, is what he had indicated. Now, does that mean they'll actually be shipping cars uh, before this first one arrives in uh, Colorado? Probably not. But uh, it is uh, is good to see that at least Berlin is moving along in the stage of getting it up and running on his feet. And as we've said in previous episodes, Patrick and I are both kind of surprised. That's taken this long uh to get either of those factories up and running. Uh it's uh it has been a long haul. Uh here we are in March.
2: Right. Regarding- I really hope both of them start delivering this month because then be awesome. yeah, then when they do their Q1 uh call, they can say both factories have started delivering. Both of them are going to be ramping up in Q2. And then and that that I think will be very exciting. That's a lot more. Vehicles on the road this year. That's uh, that'll be really helpful. And if they don't start delivering soon, Mark, your uh, your your estimate is uh, not going to do very well. <laughs> no,
0: no, I got to get uh, got to get those numbers up.
2: David's number especially needs all the factories
1: open. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wonder, I wonder if uh, if if the if either they've run out of excuses in in, in Germany or if some of the organizations, either governmental or. Automotive in Germany are starting to realize what uh, CEO uh, of Ford Jim Farley has realized that uh, they really have some catching up to do when it comes to catching up to uh, to Tesla and Neo was were the two that um, that, that Farley mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and or,
0: could, or could it be that uh, the German business community is uh, is uh, paling in the eyes of people that want to set up a new factory in Germany? And they're going. Why would we bother uh, when we see the hoops that Tesla had to go through to get their factory up and running, and the delays that were sent out in front of them? Um, that could be some of it too. We lost six applications.
2: Gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the, we, we mentioned Sandy Monroe earlier in the show. One of his rants was, "If you're putting roadblocks up to Tesla, you're not helping the uh, Ford and Chevy and GM. You're actually helping the Chinese." And that's uh, that's the Exactly. That just gives them more opportunity to, for their vehicles to become more prominent in the world. And if that's exactly. what you want to do, great. But that's not what I think. Because uh, no, <laughs> in Germany, it's...
1: you want the German vehicles to succeed, and Tesla yes. is German. And in America, you want the American vehicles to succeed. Tesla is American. Uh, you You're don't really want to, to bring them in from China. But... <laughs> well, yeah, not according to some people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get. It also it's brings up not... a point that, that that Ford is a is a. Realizing this, and they they
2: restructured their company to,
1: to, to handle what exactly Mr. Farley said.
2: Yeah, they they talked about splitting it off with an IPO, and then they said weren't going to IPO. We're I, don't, do I that. didn't yeah. follow the latest. Yeah. So
1: so now they have the Model E, which is the electric division, which doesn't make any sense because it's a division <laughs> and not a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then division-y. they've got the, uh, then they've got Ford Blue, which is which is fossils. Hmm.
0: But there's still one. They want want to call the company Model 3, but someone else has that patent on that. Right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They could have done a trade
0: when they could have. (laughs) have. Uh, Next, (laughs) uh, let's get on to uh, Tesla has launched a new uh, website with online lessons uh, within the US to start with. Uh, And it's uh, entitled Get to Know Your Tesla. So uh, there is this uh, new. a portal that you can sign up to and uh, receive some some online lessons uh, that uh, will teach you a little bit about the Tesla and uh, what it uh, the different uh, types. Uh, as you can see from the on the screen, you've got the Model S, the three, and the Y. No X at this time for whatever reason. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you actually have to schedule a time well, uh, them, and but... <laughs> a date uh, to be part of it. So uh, this is a a live interaction with someone on the other end uh, that uh, should be able to answer questions in in live time as well as I imagine show some types of presentations with pictures and videos uh, indicating how the vehicle works. Um, I can't partake in this because I'm Canadian. It's only in the U.S. at this point. Uh, It's online. Why uh... does it make a difference? You speak English? I can understand not in Quebec. I got to spend money on that VPN so I can look American. There you you go. Yeah. I can't tell the
2: difference. But
1: I I, I would get it if it was in, um, what do you call it, in in, in Quebec. But no, this doesn't make any sense. Even if
0: it was in Quebec, if a person is taking the time to say, I want to participate, then why would you not let them? Like, uh, it's...
1: I get I it know. if you had to go rent space in a hotel uh, conference room, but this is not that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe they're rolling it out and trying it. So, um, Perhaps. yeah. I, I've had jobs where, uh, I, uh, develop software and you, you roll it out to a large group. And then one of the things, there's always somebody who, like, oh, why did you try it that way? No, it's, it should be like this. So, so I would have office hours where people could, like, call in and ask questions. And, and it wasn't, um, uh, like it's, so, this is exactly the right thing. People like us, we can go to forums. Uh, we can post stuff on. Uh, yeah. We've we've had Trev from Tesla Owners Online, and 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 you can get answers. Um, either your local Tesla community mailing list. Um, um, I've asked questions on this show. You know, oh, like what? No, when we see, how do I do that? And you told yeah. me, you know, I mean stuff like that. But uh, not everybody has those resources, so I think this is a great idea. Tesla cars are not like other vehicles. There is a bit of a learning curve acknowledging that for people who this is their first EV or their first Tesla or first both. Um, yeah, this is an awesome idea. And and they're a U.S. company, so rolling it out here first. And then if it works well, you know, working out the kinks, how many people can they invite at once? How many should they have? How many languages should they support? Whatever. Um, that that That's uh, not a bad idea. Start small yeah. and grow it when, when you've worked out the kinks. Yeah I, I mean,
0: remember I remember 3, picking up my Model 3 uh day it was delivered in Toronto at the international center sitting down with about 50 other people in this large room where they were showing a slideshow yeah. and talking about the basics and I was like I was like if if I didn't know about this car as I did I would have been questioning what was going on. Like Mm -hmm. I was just imagining if if there happened to be people in the crowd that had ordered that vehicle with no knowledge about what the car was, they would have been lost. Uh, So yeah, this this type of education is vital, especially that we've gotten by the uh, early adopters a while ago uh, Mm -hmm. that uh, really looked into the car, saw every video there was on the car, uh, devoured any type of media information they could about the car. We are now into a phase where people are getting the car because they've heard it's good and they've looked it up uh, from a friend or they test drove somebody else's and they're all in on it. Uh, so uh, we need this type of education definitely.
1: Yeah, when you when you brought this article to us, I, I was thinking it would be another version of their video site that they already had. So I was surprised to see that it was live. That, that was cool. And I hope yeah. they answered the question of what the little yellow squiggle with the exclamation mark is. You know about you should add, add air to your tires. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a, it's a uh,
1: online uh, enthusiast joke. Like every every winter, we get the question about what does the TPMS logo mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and why do I want bacon on my seat? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do I have to bake bacon and put it there? What is- <laughs> Just remember, more bacon is better. <laughs> you have to feed your Tesla bacon it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Next story is uh, an update uh, that uh, Canada has now become the second country officially to, re- to uh, being given the right to have FSD beta. So uh, just uh, earlier in the week, uh, the update happened, I believe was the last day or the second last day of the month, and uh, the update rolled out so that the safety score has now been evoked and people that uh, have a a car that's equipped uh, that can handle FSD uh, beta, uh, they have been given the option to get into the program, the safety score score starts. And we're anticipating one week uh, from that uh, particular date, which is just a few days from today, uh, that uh, a number of people with at least 100% scores uh, will be allowed into the program as well. Elon had indicated that they're going to roll it out slowly in Canada. So there is the possibility that uh, maybe not all 100% people uh, with 100 uh, score will get in. Uh, We're not really sure. Uh, but we should have a, a better idea uh, once uh, the, those, these next couple of days pass and uh, the uh, week is up uh, for many people. I've been watching it on social. There's a ton of people out there with 100% already uh, that are, are happy to show their scores. Uh, there's a lot of anguish out there of people <laughs> just waiting because, of course, uh, they've been watching the Americans on the program now for months and uh, want to get involved with it uh, now, so uh, we'll have to see uh, in this next couple of days uh, what happens with that.
1: Hopefully, we see at least a couple hundred this weekend, but uh, you never know with Tesla in this
0: this FST. You never or know. Help. Yeah. Never I, know. Know. I
2: know. I know how I know how they feel because um, I was not one of the ones to get it early on. We had uh, that that thirty safety score day, but it was the right thing to do to not hit the other car. So, right. you know, But the fact that we had forward collision warning and uh, heavy braking and other things that lowered our score. It's, it's, you know, uh, the safety score is not necessarily how you drive. It's more about the environment in which you drive. And and that's a subtle but important difference but from an insurance perspective. It, it makes sense. Uh, even if you're a safe driver, if you're driving in an unsafe area and you have to do these uh, maneuvers to, to not get into collisions, that still should lower your score. Um, but uh That all aside, I I haven't had it for that long and and I'm happy to have it. In fact, I I kind of think coming in at, um, 10.8 when I did, um, means that, um, I'm, I'm only getting to see like the the better side of it. Cause before that, my understanding from some of the videos and from the things Casey said is, uh, it was not very usable, but now, uh, you still have to absolutely have to pay attention. It does the wrong thing at sometimes. And, uh, but, but for the most part, it's great. I had it, uh, going through these narrow streets in North Portland, um, uh, earlier this week and it did it a great job. No, it didn't have to do that. They weren't quite oh, that, narrow. Not that narrow, but, but, They were narrow. But, <laughs> no, but, but yeah, so that, in that it's using the, the oncoming lane at times. And then, um, yeah, so I mean, it, it had to do that because there were cars parked on both sides and, and, the, and uh and then like pulling over into gaps when other cars go through and pulling back out. And nice. it was, it was cool to see doing all this. I, I'm like at the ready. Cause I'm thinking yes. it's going to do the wrong thing. And that's how you should be when you're using this. I'm probably more diligent when I have it turned on than when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's something to say to
0: these new Canadians that are looking to get on this program is that uh, this is no joy ride. Uh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. fun to see how it operates and stuff, but you've got to be, I would say at a higher level of attention than regular driving uh, because Agreed. you are trying to anticipate what the car may or may not do and react in a split second if if it goes awry. So uh, it's it's no joy ride, uh, it's a lot of work uh, because your mind is racing at all times trying to think of the possibilities that could happen and knowing that you may be lulled into a false sense of security when, at the at that particular moment, something could go wrong, so you've got to have <laughs> your hands on that wheel and be able to react and get your foot near that brake pedal so you can react, or or the accelerator pedal uh, yes. for some cases.
1: Yeah, sometimes it wants to just stop. Uh, so I did find out that the two of the three times mine tried to jump us off a bridge, uh, the paint was bad, <laughs> and so the paint. Uh, that's, yeah, the paint on the road was really crappy. Like they, they oh, should have I see. It years okay, ago. Oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they thought it was in a lane, and so it tried to get over, and then no, it's not a lane. And uh, yeah,
2: and then um, it
1: hasn't been in oncoming traffic in several versions, but uh, that's still a very real possibility. But it's uh, not to say that it's bad. It's just as, as they're saying, you know, you need to you need to be ready to. To correct it you're you're the trainer mm-hmm. so so if you're if you're not hitting that um in this case it's not an imaginary brake pedal it's a real brake pedal um, mm-hmm. for the drivers that driving uh, you, mm-hmm. then you're not
0: being a very good teacher to the
1: system yeah. our next
0: story touches on the 48 uh, 46, 60, 46, 80. 46 80. yes yeah, i'm
2: dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> who knows what their next format is going to be maybe you're right you think it could be so on monday of this week panasonic made a big announcement they are going to begin mass production of the new 4680 format and now it's not happening anytime like it's not going to be here this month it's not until march of 2024 so they have to build their battery factory for this new format and the, the more people that are building it uh, again, this gets us to economies of scale. That's the more use cases it's going to find outside of Tesla as well. And uh, that all just means that the batteries get cheaper for everybody who's using them. And we don't know a whole lot about how Panasonic's going to be making them. Like, are they going to be using Tesla's tabless design, um, which is really a lot of little tabs, no, not tabless uh, at all. <laughs> but, uh, and are they going to be, doing the solid uh, electrodes or not we, we there's a whole lot of things that um we don't know about this but um it says they're investing 80 billion yen which is 692 million us on this new plant as reported by the nikkei newspaper that's about all we know right now and uh, we'll find out a whole lot more over the next couple years as this uh, evolves
0: yeah. We had people on social media, actually on our Twitter feed, which if you don't know, is at the Tesla Life. If you'd like to join and follow us uh, through the week, you can also uh, follow us on our uh, feed on Facebook. Uh, that would be the Tesla Life numeral one. And uh, we thank Patrick for monitoring that uh, that publication. But uh, the question came in on this posting uh, that happened during the week was, uh, why so late? Why, you know, March mm. of 2024? Uh, Aren't these batteries needed tomorrow? And in fact, yes, they are needed tomorrow. Uh, But uh, as Patrick has mentioned, Panasonic has not made an actual assembly line yet, nor have they gotten, I believe, the specifics of how they need to build it. Uh, I think that Panasonic, in order for Tesla to receive these batteries from Panasonic, I would think that Tesla's special sauce would have to be in the battery production. I would I would at, guess At least for the Tesla. Sauce. I am guessing. But uh mm-hmm. maybe maybe Panasonic is given the rights to use uh Tesla's special sauce uh for the batteries that are produced for Tesla, but uh, they're not able to do it if they're going to sell the battery to others. Maybe they're going to have two versions of the battery. I uh, I really don't know. Um it's but it but speculation I would think that in order for Tesla to receive it to put it in their vehicles, it, it's gotta be on par with what's being made at Cato Road now. Right.
2: Or better. So go ahead, Casey.
1: It's, it's gonna be on par or better. And and mm-hmm. uh with the with the forty six eighties you can fill them with iron as well. You don't have to fill them with nickel. But uh do we know that the Panasonic has made any high iron cells? So so they would they would wanna see the evolution of of their existing format and, and get the Tesla, you know, as you said, the secret sauce and, and put it in there to, to sell to them. But uh, as we saw with my battery pack for for my phone, it's a, it's 2170s. Uh, as we saw with the Tesla Roadster, it's 18650s. Why did it, those were in laptops? So as you said, the the, the economies of scale is what's going to bring this thing forward. So like everybody's making 2170s now. Like even Rivian uses it. Right. But mm-hmm. the 4680s are going to probably go the same way. But I don't know if we're going to see tablets, dry electrodes, the whole Kit. I don't but know it, if, but if, but if we process. look
0: at what happened at Battery Day and what was proposed in order to bring the cost down, it wasn't just the mass manufacturing of the batteries. It was the right. reorganization of how these batteries were actually made, right? Exactly. It was the elimination of the drying procedure, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, elimination of uh, re- uh, reformatting the material, the raw material, before it yeah. was brought into the battery. There was a number of different things that they rolled into that cost dropping. and right. I'm thinking that Tesla is going to allow this possibly to go out to the world. Uh, and maybe that maybe there will only be one type of battery and uh, everyone will just adopt uh, what Tesla has developed uh, over maybe. time at Cato, and, uh, you know, move to that type of production for everyone uh, to have an advantage. Um, it would, it would not, also sure, why, not sure. Not sure about this whole fa- thing. Yeah. It would also explain
1: why you need a new factory because... Uh, like you said, it's a complete mm-hmm. rethink of the of the of the assembly process. So you wouldn't really want to take down an existing factory to learn something new. You would lose so much output. So make right. a new one tailor to the new process. Because like you said, you're not need drying. You're not going to need uh, the the way that you process the raw materials. It, it's just put it in a new place. That way you're not having to refactor, relearn, and do everything while in a downtime. So it's perfect yeah.
2: sense. But to so build a new my since, two years. since we're speculating, um, yeah. I'm going to guess that Panasonic was waiting for high yields from Tesla, yeah. and 80 percent yield is not enough. If, yeah, yeah exactly. so Panasonic's going to want like 95 plus percent yield, preferably 98 plus. And once they saw that that was possible, there was a path to that. Then they're going to start building the factory because then they know they can get to the specifications they need to do high volume, and uh, so. Like you guys were saying, it takes a while to build those battery lines, especially if things are done differently. And maybe they're not doing the um, uh, what was it the the, um, the stuff where you don't have to dry it. Maybe they are. Maybe they are going to dry theirs because that's the process they know and it works. And and they'll wait. But they yeah. can still get a lot of the benefit from the larger size, a lot of the benefits from tablets. And so they'll just take part of the benefit as long as you can still get the performance. Maybe it takes a little longer to make. But if it gives them high enough yields, they're not going to do it that way.
1: And, and like you're saying, you only need the whole bundle for, for the semi truck and the Cybertruck. Yes. Everything else you can you can pick and choose as long as it meets the minimum requirements for whichever car we're talking about.
2: Right. So maybe Panasonic delivers batteries for the Model Y and uh, uh, Tesla does them for the other products that uh, the, the Roadster, the semi, the Cybertruck.
0: Next story is about the Canadian pension plan and how that relates to Tesla is that uh, this is one of the largest pension pension plans in the world. Uh, And they, of course, reinvest money uh, from Canadians taken from their uh, uh, paychecks uh, into a pension fund uh, and uh, they apply it uh, to a number of different companies. They've decided uh, at this time to quadruple their holdings in Tesla. While wow. in fact reducing it in GM and some other uh, wow. uh, car manufacturers. So uh, actually, this I have to thank Patrick for sending this story out. Uh, he uh, he sent it over to take a look at uh, earlier in the week, and uh, definitely uh, that has happened uh, for the Canadian pension plan. So again, this is this is more acceptance in the financial world uh, for Tesla and its longevity. Uh, people are starting to look at it as a, a stock. That will grow and pay dividends to people, not not necessarily uh, dividends as in the real uh, sense of the word, uh, but in uh, uh, gaining of capital for the company and of course the shares becoming worth more money. So uh, this is uh, interesting to see that uh, they have uh, they've uh, quadrupled their holdings. So uh, we hope, I hope they're successful because I'm part of the program. So apparently, uh, lucky. <laughs> I hope they're wildly successful. Yeah, so, pension uh, plans
2: are not known for taking huge risks with their money, so they've done part. they've done the math, and they think this is a good bet.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, one, so, I guess this.
1: What's that? I was gonna. I was gonna do the next one. <laughs> go go right ahead. So, so I, I mentioned that the that the that the Tesla sales rep was a little sly when I asked him a question. So what had happened was I just sat myself in a in a Model S Plaid, and we were comparing the uh, the, the cooling of of the seat to to my my car versus their car. And uh, as as you guys know, I put a yoke in my car, right? And, and we were mm-hmm. talking about you know, it was like feeling the yoke. It's it's nice. Uh, they've got a different seam on theirs. It's like a it's like a groove, whereas mine is stitched like the old one. But then no. I asked him. I said, "Well, I hear this rumor that the horn, the airbag, is going to become a horn button." And then he got this look on his face. He's like, "No, you, you just push the button right there uh, next to the thumb screw." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I, I know that." But uh, I, said, I said, "Oh, well, while I'm here, uh, is there anybody in here who's going to jump if I if I palm the thing?" Because I wanted to see. I knew that was one way to activate the horn. And he's like, "Yeah, go ahead." I'm like. You, I was like, "Are you sure these people are, are, aren't going to be startled?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's fine." So I palm the horn, and he goes, doo, doo, doo. And, and the lady next, in the model Y next to us, she jumps out of her skin. And I was like, <laughs> 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 that was the whole point of me asking. But uh-huh. uh, so I have a feeling that, that these these um, airbag horn buttons are coming real soon because uh, they don't usually let the, the salespeople know anything until it's about ready to ship. So
2: <laughs> that's true. Good,
1: yeah. And uh, for the people who don't have this, like I said, you just palm the whole right-hand side of the, of the, uh, of the steering wheel and it, it, it does exactly what you expect from a horn. And it's the same motion. It's like, ah, ah.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, we have a lot of muscle memory just slamming and, and expecting it to honk. Because yeah. uh, you don't want to be looking for a particular little button at, right. at that time. You want to just be able to smack your hand down. Right. And, so, and that's the cool thing about it being software-driven is they realized, okay, people are just going to mash this whole right side. And uh, we don't want to guess which of the three buttons they meant when they pressed it. We know they mean horn. So exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So just honk the horn if the whole right side gets matched. Right. Uh, hey, this, Hockey
0: uh, Day uh, feels lonely in the chat. If you're out there, right. please send us in a note. Say hello. Say hi. Say anything.
1: I'm seeing several people in, in the stream, and I'm only saying Hockey Day chatting. Come on, guys. Just, just say broken. hello.
0: That's all we want you to do. Just, uh, <laughs> engage Hockey Day. You don't want him to feel lonely. So uh, Exactly. Uh, one uh, final thing I'll touch on. I didn't even yeah. add this to the notes, uh, but um, I, I have a couple of people that I know that are doing a cross-country oh, yes. uh, charging, that's happening right now. Cross Canada charging. I'm going to bring up the photo here of the map. Uh, they're doing a cross Canada charging spree. They are, I think, they're just outside of Winnipeg at this point. Uh, this photo is a little bit old. It shows them at the uh, border of uh, Manitoba and Ontario, uh, but uh, they've been driving since Monday. And they started in uh, Saint John's, Newfoundland. So uh, they started on the Rock and uh, had to take a ferry to get there,
2: wow. and
0: uh, have uh, have come back and uh, onto the mainland in Nova Scotia, and are making their way across uh, Canada. And they just uh, wanted to there do this in in order to promote uh, that EVs, uh, Teslas. Can be accessed, can can be used anytime. Winter, summer, fall doesn't matter. Uh, they mm-hmm. have the ability to charge quickly, and uh, they're going to be recording this uh, throughout uh, the journey. And uh, they, of course, will provide us with an end time as they reach Vancouver, B.C. Uh, maybe they were they could be going to Victoria. I didn't look. I knew they were going to B.C., but uh, the end of the end of the road may be Victoria, which is on another island. So I'll have to take a second ferry. But uh we will uh we're certainly watching them and we wish them good luck, uh safe and happy journeys as they uh, uh make this uh tremendous run across the country.
1: Yep. Alan sends us a good vibes emoji. <laughs> and hockey day says yes. There <laughs> is somebody <laughs> out there.
0: Look at that. <laughs> There's quite a few somebody.
1: I'm surprised that it's just two tonight.
0: <laughs> so just just Alan has said something. Come on, somebody else out there, just to just say hello. Say <laughs> send a smiley face if you can't type. indeed uh well with that i think we've uh come to the end of another successful show um certainly if you haven't already please uh press that uh, subscribe button give us a thumbs up uh helps us out in the algorithm and uh, gets us in front of more eyes and uh while we wait for you to do that and say hello in the chat room uh casey what do you got going on this coming week so I've got
1: some more videos to do. I've got uh, a bunch of them that just need clipping together. And, you know, because you've seen my videos. You see how long they are when I put them out. Uh, they're about four times as long when I, when I actually make them. So i, I got I to gotta condense them and, and make them. Because they're in 4K, right? Is that, is that how that works? Actually, <laughs> I've, I've, gone, I've gone beyond 4K now. So Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The computer hates me.
0: <laughs> I bet it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 60k. I can't take it. Oh, not that
1: high. <laughs> uh, uh, my mm. highest camera, I think, is 8k, but uh, that's a 3D camera, a 360 camera. Uh, the rest of them are around five and change. Yeah, but uh, you can find that at YouTube.com. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N.
0: Very good. And Mr. Connor, any any updates from you uh, this week?
2: Sure. Yes. Uh, as it says up there, I'm with carswithcords.net. I blog there occasionally. Right now you can see one year with a Powerwall. What difference did it make uh, for my electricity bill and my solar and uh, all of that? It's all in gory detail. I've got uh, an interesting one coming up in, uh, let's see, it comes out on the 6th. So just four days from now. What's in your frunk? I'll leave you hanging. you got to find out what's in your frunk. <laughs> so this is frunk. I will send and... you a
0: picture of what's in my frunk today.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yes, you can You can post it as a comment on there. <laughs> I need to get another bottle of washer fluid in my frunk. I Always keep a spare. good thing to
1: have. Yep. Especially now with yep. FSD beta, the thing will wash its own window. It's kind of like, I feel like it's
2: judging me. <laughs> <laughs> Like you haven't cleaned me recently enough. I'm oh, fine, I'll do it myself.
0: Yeah, I'll do it again. That's fine.
2: It's no, doing, doing the it same night.
0: Casey's sleeping, it. it's in the garage, it's just wishing away.
2: It opens the garage door because it can do that. It drives yeah. down to the local car wash, goes through, it comes back. Yeah. Now I feel better. Well, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I can't uh, one wait more,
0: more shout out for me. I want to uh, give a uh, welcome to the Tesla life to uh, Ryan. And Kelly, uh, my uh, niece and nephew uh, that have recently picked up their Model 3 SR Plus. So uh, right in the middle of this uh, huge uh, gas spike across uh, the country, uh, they've now kissed gas goodbye and couldn't be happier. So uh, congratulations to the new owners.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. Kick gas. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, with that, uh, we'll be uh, due. Thank you very much for watching this week. Uh, Join us next week and together, we will find out what is going on in the Tesla life. Yeah, thank you, Lee Moon.
2: Stay positive, test negative.
0: Good night, everyone.